the winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's about to get underway. In fact, we've already had a goal in our featured championship match. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Terrible start to the second half for the Ackies. Cove Rangers have got a third and they're 3-1 up at Hamilton. Falkirk are 3-0 up at Queen of the South. Kai Kennedy with the goal. Uh, are the teams back out at Ibrox yet? Andrew McLean? Yeah, the team's just making their way onto the pitch at the moment here at Ibrox. And, you know, we talked about the pressure here for Rangers and what the crowd would be like. And I think it genuinely was at one point in that first half was in danger of turning sour because at 1-0 down, Ryan Kent then tried to break into the Aberdeen box. He was easily dispossessed and at that point, the fans here, they were up on their, uh, their feet. There was anger, there were moans, there were groans and it really looked at that point as if it could be the start of a really bad afternoon for Rangers. But getting that goal not long after was absolutely vital. Antonio Cholak doing what he's done all season in the league and he finished well and then the celebrations when that goal went in were massive when John Lundstrom managed to get that one in injury time so we're interested to see how the second half pans out they're helping one change as well Ben Davies has come off at half time it's uh, Scott Arfield that's come on for him so James Sands will drop into the back four alongside Leon King Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Trade accounts available now Call them today so, second half's getting underway, Hugh, and it's uh, that was a big end to the first half for Rangers. It, it puts a completely different complexion on things, doesn't it? It certainly does. Um, it, it takes an immense weight off Giovanni Van Bronker's shoulders. I wouldn't have liked to have seen a, a chart of the manager's uh, heart during the first half. Uh, he's had that proverbial roller coaster of emotions. A goal down, Andrew McLean describing a crowd teetering on the brink. Uh, and then Cholak with his 11th goal in 12 games shows he's the man, not Morelos uh, and uh, John Lundstrom heavily criticised for his display against the Napoli in Italy he's come up with the goal that puts Rangers in front now, for me, Rangers at home to Aberdeen 2-1 up, half a game to play there's no excuse for not getting all three points now It was all about timing too for me um, Aberdeen go in front I think if Aberdeen can hold that for another 15 minutes it could be a different picture Rangers right away respond 6 minutes get back 1-1 one, one, and then right in the stroke of half time can't get better than that it makes it f- the place a different feeling going in it makes it different in the dressing room different team talk different encouragement so Rangers just need to come out now and put the finishing touches but don't write Aberdeen off yet I wonder if it's an injury to Davies that's forced him off. You would think so. He got taken off at half time. Was at Tynecastle, and Van Bronker said that you know that was enough for him, and he was looking ahead. But you wouldn't expect it to be the same today. You know, you wouldn't think he's thinking about Ajax. He's got a bigger forty-five minutes here to worry about. And that's a ball. It's not looking good for the Ackies. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Hamilton one, Cove Rangers. Four. Now bearing in mind they were singing Sack the board at 2-0 down It's 4-1 already And really loud boos um, Lots of people pointing and shouting up At where the directors are sitting at Hamilton And it's all turning a bit nasty there Because that is a disastrous result um, Amid a, a really poor run as well Certainly is And uh, 
I said earlier on, John's finding it tough just now. You know, they've always been a, a team to bring through young players, and he's he's no different in that. But he needs better from them. And look, we don't like to see anybody lose their job, but there's certain results, home results, that could cost you your job. And if it goes above four, you're into that territory. I think. Yeah, it's a difficult one for him. Um, first uh, management job, really difficult. But listen, you you learn more from these sort of things if you're given the opportunity. Mm. And I know the I know the Hamilton set up very very well, and the, the fans won't decide if the manager gets the sack. The board are very strong. If they feel that you know, looking down the line, this is the right way to go, then they'll, they'll stay with him. A few heavy defeats being dished out down the league's air, Drionians 4, Montrose 0, Lewis Jameson hat-trick, Peter Heather 1-up on FC Edinburgh, Stirling Albion have gone back in front against Bonnie Rig Rose, Dale Carrick's 13th of the season, makes it 2-1 there. Uh, lots of goals going on down the leagues, there were a few changes at the break, you might be, oh for goodness sake, the Ackies is the place to be. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. Hey, hold on, just keep the board for now. Uh, <laughs> Andy Ryan has scored on the 53rd minute to make it Hamilton Ackies 2, Cove Rangers 4. Good on him, yeah. yeah. It's another player, Daz, that we, we set on his way. Yeah, yeah. Andy Ryan, Chucky at Airdrick. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure he's the bottom yeah. of the championship. <laughs> we got him there. We, we helped him up that ladder. Dunfermline 2, Kelty Hearts 1, Craig Whiten with the goal there. The Dazzler and the Mushroom starring in. Saving Andy Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, sure. Very good. You've got a career in this. Writing uh, yeah. headlines. Yeah, see, none of you caught David Freels at half time, did you? No, no. He said, Hugh Keevan said that Stevie May looked like a bag of washing. Well, it was a bold decision. Oh. To- oh. See, you all yeah. missed it. You're going to be tuned in. On this show Turned into a soap opera Remember that guy Sean Rooney <laughs> Just used to header things Into the net For St Aye. Johnson And win them cups Where He's just scored for Fleetwood Fleetwood Scott oh, Brown 2-0 against Accrington Stanley uh, Right Where are we Let's get a second half teaser Up and running Hugh Give oh. maximum time On this one The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online I have played alongside two of the greats, Mendieta and Didier Deschamps. I have been managed by Cesare Prandelli and Mick McCarthy. I've played in the Champions League for three different teams and won two different types of major honour in Scotland. Who am I? So, I played beside Mendieta and Deschamps, been managed by Cesare Prandelli and Mick McCarthy. I've played in the Champions League for three different teams. And I've won two different types of major honour in Scotland. Who am I? The look on the face of Gordon Biel and the look on the face of Mark Wilson suggests to me mm, that is going to be quite tough. Yeah, I think it will be. We'll need to just get your thinking caps that. on, please, at Clyde SSB. Um, Dundee United are a goal down. They're down to 10 men as well, but they've just come close. It was a good save by Liam Kelly uh, to deny Harks, and we've got another one of these. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Rangers 3, Aberdeen 1, and a man who probably needed one of these. It's the captain, James Tavernier. It's one fullback to the other. 
Lots of crosses that didn't come to much last week. Well, this is a Barisic cross, a Tavernier header, and Rangers 3, Aberdeen 1. That's that then. Uh, so it adds a little spice to tomorrow's game because the irony would be if Celtic then dropped something at Livingston and Celtic habitually drop points at Livingston, they all do it. Brendan Rodgers lost points at Livingston, Neil Lennon lost points at Livingston, uh, Ange Postacoglu lost points at Livingston. Celtic have lost points there every season since Livy came up in 2018. So it, the Rangers win today adds spice to the Celtic mm. game tomorrow. Rangers are in a place though, Gordon, where they just needed a win for themselves first and then sort of worry about what it means for the, the league table. Yeah, I've got to say, you've got to give them a bit of credit. They've come under oh, a bit. much better today. Yeah, their performance, we're listening to Andrew Ibert's performance, has been much better. They've showed good character, which was questioned uh, by going a goal down. And they've come back and responded brilliantly. And um, James Tavenier, I think he'd need that for a confidence booster. As much as I'm a fan of his, I think he's a terrific player. I, I know the Rangers fans give him a bit of uh, stick at times. But we get back to that question again about Barisic. There's, he's like Marmite for a lot of Rangers fans. I still think he's a very good player. I really do. I think his delivery is brilliant. See, for a centre forward, I would love to play with somebody with the quality of a left foot Barisic. Yeah. Mark, Rangers have, have picked their moment, apart from going one down, obviously, they've picked their moments really well here because you get yourself level quickly after mm -hmm. going behind. You then put the signal just before the break and then if there's any doubt at the start of the second half, they've gone and scored again. And actually, yeah. they might even... Here's the chance, although it's all about the three points. Well, it's not, because Rangers fans have been looking for a proper performance. This might end up being a really convincing scoreline. It's looking that way, uh, if I'm honest, and it's a great time to score. You're right, Gordon, at the end of the half and the start of the half. It makes things a whole lot easier. But the performance level has been much better. You know, take away the three goals, they've still created numerous chances yep. as well. Um, Jim Goodwin will be fuming, though, because... If you go to Ibrox and you set up the way he set up, you need to defend crosses into the box like Livy did last week. And he did it at Wayes. Aberdeen look a bit fragile. Yeah, even the type of header it was, Tavernier mm. had to sort of out-jump someone in the box and he's not he's not the biggest. He's not like known for those types of towering headers. So it was, it was a bit soft from Aberdeen, wasn't it? Yeah, but I, I've got to give two things. I thought the, the quality of ball was very good, Gordon. And I thought the determination of the Rangers captain, Tavernier, uh, to go and get on the end of it. And you've got to say, it's a really good header. Um, a right mm, back yeah, in that position. Yeah, a right back in that position. Um, he, that will do him the world of good. He needed that today. The big question is, has Michael Beale gone for the subway? <laughs> <laughs> Graham Allen, on the back of the comment about David Friel and all the rest of it, he says, Hugh's daft wee phrases are just part and parcel of Clyde One oh, on Saturday. Oh, we're all getting them now. There. Oh, Martin Boyle's gone off injured. A blow for Hibs, yes. Yeah. Three weeks till the World Cup. Mm. A blow for him, first and foremost. Well, we'll have to examine the extent of that. Roger Hannah's the very chap to establish how serious that injury is. Uh, but that would be an awful blow for Martin Boyle. Yeah, sore one. Uh, for Martin Boyle so we wish him a speedy recovery Rangers 3-1 up then on Aberdeen look to be on easy street don't forget Rangers fans if you are impressed and even if you're not but I'm assuming you are if you're impressed by what you're seeing you can give us a call at full time and describe it all to us on the open line 01419511025
I'm trying to see if Mark Wilson has cursed the mighty seagulls because Chelsea have pulled one back. Oh, yeah, 3 1. Three one it was, telling, yeah. You, telling you to get another one, Hugh, in the next five minutes. Uh-huh. My prediction is on. I'm going to send my grandkids round to your garden to mess it up. <laughs> Sorry, Chelsea swapped goalkeepers at the break. Maybe that's got really? something to do with it. I don't know. I'm assuming it was an injury. Although maybe not. They've had some goalkeeping Pretty drama cool. before, haven't they? They not s- tried to bring someone off and he wouldn't go or penalty oh, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, right. What else have we got? We've already got some answers coming in on that second half teaser. Get any guesses for this? I'm getting there You're getting there? Yeah Come on, it's a team game Well, we can't speak over the mics Because (laughs) we'll give it away Let's give these two a helping hand to you Let's go for the first set of wrong answers, please Uh Uh-huh You've not got them, you've got them I mean the question first though All right. I have played alongside Mendieta and Deschamps I've been managed by Cesare Prandelli and Mick McCarthy I have played in the Champions League for three different teams And I've won two different types of major honour in Scotland Who am I? Okay, don't know if this helps you Mark and Gordon JD thinks it's Donati No Massimo Massimo Donati How did you get that? And Gordy11 thinks it's Tori Andre Flo <laughs> No oh, I loved that <laughs> I thought that was Is that what you had? I just read that down Oh I love that oh, oh, no, no. Wow oh. Okay Back to the drawing board As they say uh, Big hand ball claims From Rangers there Nick Walsh says no Oh, oh that before? He, he always does Yeah mm. uh, I don't know what stage it's at He's holding up A free kick at the moment To speak To William Collum Oh, he's in the well, he'll love this. Oh, he'll love this. He's going to the screen. Oh, oh it's a Billy. Will he'll say it's a corner? No, no, it's not Willie's decision from now. It's Nick Walsh. He's going to go to the screen uh, and take a look. What did you say the average was last week? You go to the screen. One so one every three, three games. games, and now he's sitting on two for two. Is he? Yeah. Uh, James Brown of St Johnson's been sent off, so they might be one up. Um, but they're down to 10 men Ackies have got a penalty Oh, oh go on Ackies Oh and now there's a, there's a check On the St Johnston Sending off as well To see if he actually Isn't going to be sent off Great Just great Honestly This is fantastic Drama mm. um, Penalty Rangers oh. For handball Nick Walsh Has gone to the monitor And he said this one Is a handball So it's going to be A penalty to Rangers The Ackies have scored as well So it's 4-3 What a game Now I'm going to hold The gold flash Gold flash button for now uh, Because we've got a lot Of other stuff happening Now the referee Ad McDermott Park Has gone over to the screen So is he going to overturn The red card For St Johnston This is incredible (laughs) stuff Rangers have the chance To go 4-1 up here From the penalty spot uh, VAR has intervened and has given Rangers a penalty for handball Giovanni van Bronckhorst was seen just discussing it with the fourth official Tavernier's going to take it looking for his second of the afternoon then and this well I think the game's probably out of Aberdeen's reach anyway but this by uh, everyone's assessment would secure that you'd have to imagine so what a week it's been the James Mick. Tavernier he's getting all sorts of criticism he's getting accused of been injured and he's not in form and calls for him to be dropped the other night he's about to potentially score a double he steps up and hits the post James Tavernier hits the post and away so it's still 3-1 to Rangers there we are what drama we've got here the worrying thing for Nick Walsh is that VAR keeps proving he doesn't know what he's doing 
so you know, have to be careful. But mm. the, I mean, it's the only thing about that. Although it's true, it is what it's there for. Yeah. We can't have it both ways. It either corrects incorrect decisions or, or it yeah. doesn't. I'm not blaming VAR. I'm blaming Nick Walsh. Uh, what does it take for the man to see a penalty? He uh, is standing three yards away yeah. from where the Aberdeen player Richardson yeah. handballs it, looking at it. But do you not think he now's got the security that? Yeah, but they what they do say you want to be more decisive, sure, sure. don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I understand. But that. I must admit, I'm surprised at the speed at which we've gone. Second week, we're already annoyed at how we're arriving at the right decisions. Mm. I, I don't know. I think maybe a no, bit I, of patience. I'm, no, uh, it is I, a right decision. It's a penalty kick. I'm questioning the referee because he, he, he didn't give a penalty when Michael Smith clearly handled the ball against Celtic last weekend, and he missed another then one there. VAR backed him up on that one. Well, the VAR stinking for him then. But these are that you're now comparing apples and oranges because last week it backed it up as being a right decision. Uh, that was two people wrong then. This, that's not the same as this one because that it's doesn't suit my argument. I know it doesn't. It never does. Uh, St Johnston <laughs> are not down to ten oh, men. Um, it was, I think again one thing that I think everyone can agree on. Hopefully in time, you just shorten the the delay because that's taken an awful long time um, for St Johnston. Um, but they are still. Um, remaining 11 men on the pitch and they're well, a goal up as well see James Brown then runs back onto the field saying I feel good da, 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 da. <laughs> I waited for that one well done You're and here's the, the thing David Friel says he's amazed that it's not a red Whoa. there we go so he's disagreeing with Far. well we agreed yes. on the programme last night didn't we Gordon that uh, when Antonio Conte went mad about VAR and said it should be impossible to make a mistake when you have VAR mm-hmm. but now yeah. well, Carry on everywhere. Absolutely, it was a bit of a quiet first half. Um, and the strange thing is, from Selena and Whisper it, even from some Motherwell fans that have seen, they think Tony Watts was harsh to give a straight red card after looking at it on mm-hmm. VU. So. Maybe just get double slap with the cuffs. Nah, see, you, you've you've overstated this. Burrows and Tony Watt were spotted cuddling. In, been best of pals before the game. Yeah, but but Burroughs can cuddle you for forty yards away. With his <laughs> <laughs> just flicks. <laughs> You're not going to get any more real again. <laughs> I love Burroughs. Good luck. Yeah, he got yeah. us out of hole, didn't he? He a certainly did. Ago, looked, yeah, yeah, when, looked after us. Are, We'd have had to jump the wall in the old days. That's the way I used to get in the park. Lubo, over a wall. Lubo's tweeted, and I'm sure we can argue about this later. Um, I thought it wasn't a handball if it comes off another part of your body first. Which I think is gen- I ge- that. generally true But I must admit Who's the player again for Aberdeen? Richardson He then makes quite a spectacular <laughs> effort, effort. At, like, it, it comes off his foot But then it sits up And then he sort of swings his arm yeah. up mm. So I do get where Lubo's coming from But it's, it, it wasn't like A deflection off his foot That, that threw was so it onto blame. his arm was it? Yeah it, it comes off his right He comes off his right foot but then comes across his body yeah. and it's his left arm and he's, it looks like he's trying to scoop it out yeah. the way mm. so it's pretty blatant. Anyway. Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Hibs 2, St Mirren nil. it's a double for Kiharevich. It was he managed to shake off Alex Gogic and then a nice finish across the keeper. He's got two, Hibs have got two, St Mirren have got none and it's a good day for Lee Johnson here. Did Martin Boyle not score with a penalty? Kira, oh yeah, ignore me He, he, he was the one that got Var. ruled out in the first half Var's done me Yeah, mm-hmm. There we are, Yeah, he's only got one But Hibs have still got two Yep, um, good day for Hibs You'd think that one was done and dusted now 
Well, they'll go above Aberdeen in the table um, because uh, you know, we were talking before the game about Hibs and it's mm, a bit iffy with Lee Johnson, but Jim Goodman's doing a great job. Well, tonight, Lee Johnson is above Jim Goodman. Hmm. Daz thinks he's got Oh, you this. think you've got the teaser, do you? He's, well, he's well happy. He's, he's showing me a picture of the guy. I think I've narrowed it down, yeah. Well, right. if you're showing him a picture, that means you've Googled this guy to try and help you. I, I was clarifying it, oh, yeah. <laughs> No, no, hold on. I'll, I'll give I'll, you away there. I know, thanks very much. Uh, Another uh, handball claim from Rangers. Uh, let's see what happens this time. Go on then, show me. I'll tell you who it is. Yeah, someone's told you that. There's, there's just not a chance. No, I'll tell you where I got it. That's, that's, why, that's, I, right. that's why I went on his to see if he played with that yeah, club. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that, though. But anyway, oh, well done. Nick Walsh has held up a corner to speak to Willie Collum, oh. but he now waves play on in this one, so no, nothing doing there. No clear and obvious error that needs to be reflected upon. I mean, he is, he is coming under some pressure, Nick Walsh. But you're right, it's there to help him along. I'm pretty certain... He would just he could do a game that's mm. got less controversy. And, and that, uh, is there any the, there maybe? The well, I was going to say the the appointments department or however it works at the Scottish FA. They've obviously got a bit of faith in him to be given Heart Celtic yeah. Rangers Aberdeen back to back weeks with VARs and. Is he now our top referee? Who would you say who's who's a top referee? It's still Willie Collum, I think. Yes, Willie's Willie a man, isn't he? Then but John Beaton, you know, Stephen McLean, and Nick Walsh. That's we've only had two weeks of it, but it's just his misfortune, Nick Walsh's misfortune, that he's been shown in a poor light in both of those weeks. I think the second one was allegedly um, from Liam Scales. Uh, so again, maybe maybe it should have been a second penalty. But well, he turns his back on it, Scales to block it, and it. It does look like it comes off his arm Whether that's deemed that it was by his side mm. The elbow's kind of tucked in isn't yeah. it It seems to, seems to hit his Do you think that's a penalty mark? Mm. His elbow yeah, I, think it's, mm. I think it's enough tucked into his body yeah. That that isn't a penalty yeah. yeah I think that's a correct decision Anyway, still 3-1 to Rangers Look as if they will win Relatively comfortable uh, Hibs have another goal Oof. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. This is not the day the St Mirren fans had in mind. It's Hibs 3, St Mirren 0. And Henderson has the goal. Ewan Henderson. Uh, it was a fine finish, actually. Melkerson's first shot was blocked. It then came to Henderson. He made no mistake. And Hibs are absolutely cruising. Hugh Keevans. Yeah, well, as I say, for Lee Johnson, he, he leapfrogs at Aberdeen. Uh, Hibs would go on to 20 points. Um, so... Very good day's work for Lee Johnson and for the Hibs players. Wasn't expecting that. I thought I went for Hibs for a home win. I thought it'd be a difficult game. Thought it'd have been a tight game, but uh, Hibs are obviously excellent at home and uh, three goals so far, so they'll be happy through Easter Road and the the Twins will be very happy singing out the songs, whatever it happened to be. What do you call them again? I forgot their names. Proclaimers. I was trying by time to try and find the proclaimers. <laughs> the twins. The sunshine on leaf. Craig and Charlie. Yeah. Are both nil air one. Ben Dempsey's penalty on 70 minutes. Um, putting air in front there at Gayfields. Um, I worked with Lee Bullen, you know. Did you? Yep, the air manager. Doing what? Doing what? 
he came to do work experience at the Daily Record. Did he really? He's doing a course in journalism. Wow. He, he came in and I, I showed him the ropes. And he told him a bit about football management as well, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. When he was a player? Uh, no, I think he'd stopped playing. He, he took a, a university degree in journalism. Mm. And part of it was a bit of work experience at the Daily Record. Mm. Oh, tell you what, there'll be a good wee debate about this Tony Watt one. People are now sending me footage. One angle looks not very good for Tony Watt, mm. but then the other makes you think, mm, that is a bit harsh. So that's going to be a nice debate as well, that one. Um, never far away. Yeah, who said VAR would stop all the debates and we would get clear cut decisions? If anything, we've spoke about the decisions more in this past week. Um, than we ever did so um, I'll be interested to see that but this will be the case every week in life now VAR and Scotland are incompatible <laughs> but again this is what I said this sort of self-sabotaging we do I agree to an extent because we're so I'm not sure what the right word is I'll, I'll tread carefully on that one um, without being unfair but you know is it this week we only have to go back a couple of days where Antonio Conte is uh-huh. doing his nut and saying that it's impossible and all that I don't think we're that different I know we like to think we are but every country has their VAR complaints and always has done particularly after two weeks yeah but we you know, we keep thinking that it's only us that can't handle it or it's only yeah. us that, that's getting it wrong and I just I just don't get it wait to the first old film are you still yeah. for it Hugh? you still because you were positive when it came out were you not? yeah I, I mean I do believe that there will, there will be obviously in the majority of cases there'll be times when it clears up and helps, but I just found that the Heart Celtic game um, strange because the penalties awarded were absolutely correct for Hearts in both instances. Uh, I'm still baffled, mystified by two people arriving at the conclusion that Michael Smith did not handle mm. the ball. I'm even if you were to agree or disagree. I'm just not surprised by that though, because of the way handball is. Forget VAR. Watch any football game in any country in any competition, and you're seeing weird and wonderful things with the handball rule. You're not. Yeah, well, um, well, you go back to the VAR and, and Hugh talking about. I mean, the, was that the Saturday? Then was it the Monday night football? There was chaos with the handball between yeah, West Ham and to, uh, West Ham. Yeah. Somebody. No, was, me. was it not Tottenham Kane the, the last minute one? No, that's. That was like no, it was West Ham. I know what you're, what you're talking about, Gordon, yeah. I think it was West Ham. Trying to think. Anyway, I'm getting back to Hugh's point about the, the Hearts with the Smith. Now, I tend to agree that I thought it was a penalty kick. But as much as VAR had flagged up, you've got two officials, top-class officials, that said it wasn't a penalty kick. So it's a matter of our, me and Hugh's opinion against their two. And probably mm. other people out there agree. And I, I'll definitely miss some off the list because I, I can't remember them all. Um, but if you look at the number of offside goals that should have stood that wouldn't have, or vice versa, that it's cleared up even in the space of a week and a half, that, that that's that's quite yeah. important. You look at oh, Miofsky last week, wouldn't have stood, was right to on the other, in the same game, I think it was at Duke that scored, he should have been offside. Um, because so those are the decisions that could cost people their job so they need to be right they need to be clear cut and, and they're the objective ones you're either off or you're not yeah, and yeah. so they're the important ones that are you know VAR's doing a good job in so far the other ones we're always going to argue over certain things right let's go again on that teaser Hugh let's mm. see how I going. have played alongside Mendieta and Deschamps I've been managed by Cesare Prandelli and Mick McCarthy 
I've played in the Champions League for three different teams and I've won two different types of major honour in Scotland. Who am I? Okay. The good list this of wrong answers. Derek Morrison thinks it might be Mark Viduka. Marco, no. Stu Ram thinks it's Frank Sozzi. No. And on this week of all weeks, the anniversary of the signing, I have to mention that Dylan thinks it's your old pal Lubo Moravchik. No, it's not Lubo. It is not. Okay, keep your guesses coming, please. At Clyde SSB, you've got maybe yeah, you've still got a while, maybe about fifteen minutes or so, uh, and then we'll give you the answers and announce who the winners are on that second half teaser. Um, it's at that stage, of course, where. Teams start to make changes. Josh Morris and Barry Maguire have replaced Callum Slattery and Blair Spittle for Motherwell. That would be a bit more of an uncomfortable finish than than they would have liked. Gordon still only one up against the 10 men. Yeah, when you go 11 v 10 for so long, Gordon, and you're leading 1-0, they've got to, obviously the home side have got to go and take a, a few risks. You're hoping to cash in on that. You're hoping to... You know, have an opportunity to put the game to bed because the next goal certainly would put the game to bed for Motherwell. But while well, it's one nil, and, and we've heard from Selena at Tannadice that Dundee United have created a couple of chances, so they've got to be careful. That'd be a poor, poor result if it went one one for Motherwell. Remember, for Stephen Gerrard got sacked, and then straight away the Villa players went out and won four nil, and everyone's saying, "What's going on here? Like they've done, yeah. they've done the manager in, and your new manager bounce." Today it's Newcastle four, Aston Villa nil. So uh, reverting to type Albeit Newcastle are very good If Michael Beale gets the subway He can get to Glasgow (laughs) Airport He can get over to uh, Midlands Airport And he could Sit in the stand at Villa Park And see how he gets on You've got to say Eddie Howe's done some job Oh Incredible I watched uh, Newcastle last weekend And they're very impressive at Tottenham Yeah good side Good side There'll be more to come as well With the amount of cash Coming Mm. into that Old seagulls are hanging on, Hugh, just gliding at the oh, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd have to say Brighton on. three, Chelsea one. Well, how so, long is it to go? So got, what, fifteen minutes to go. Or something? Yeah. The only thing I'm surprised is that that's a three p.m. kickoff. Brighton always seem to be the one that's on TV on a Saturday that's evening, so Hugh can watch it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Arfield's had a shot cleared off the line. Um, it sounds like Aberdeen are just taking a, a pounding now. David Friel's having a tough time with the delays on VAR. There's another check for. Liam Donnelly, who came on as a sub, had the ball in the net, ruled out. It was checked. It took a while. No goal there. Because um, that does take ages. He He's wanting to get back to Cumbernauld for 8 o'clock, mm. he says. I know that you you need to get back for... Well, you, 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 you're, the, you're the masked dancer, and yeah. you're you're yeah. strictly... Well, I, 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 love that, I love that new one that's on oh, now. That's the, good, that. The... the Voice. Shows your voice or something Or listen to your voice Aye ah, Shows your voice, your voice. I'm, a, I'm ashamed to have the same taste as you oh, But that's quite, that's quite entertaining Pat Wilson made me feel jealous When he spoke about Oh look forward to match of the day tonight I've got the two wee ones down from Dundee Staying with us And I have seen nothing <laughs> Nothing On the television but Scooby Doo Since they arrived <laughs> You could, could put it worse yeah, on it It's like a murder mystery <laughs> that, Hugh, You oh, never know who it's going to no, be Scooby Doo yeah. well, If you watch it to the end It's never who you think Really? Oh no! It's <laughs> no it's, you usually think when it's the, the last creepy caretaker, but it's never the creepy caretaker. Exactly. So it's too obvious. Then you, right? you made more sense last night when you were talking to Joe Ledley. <laughs> By the way, that was like Scooby Doo watching <laughs> me too. Oh my god! 
Charades. Leave Joe alone. He's not here to defend himself. They were doing charades just to ask where the toilet was. <laughs> Did he make his flight home, incidentally? <laughs> just Fli- flew yeah, last just. night. <laughs> but I, was, I was telling you guys when we were, we were coming through town and... I said, we'll get the subway. I'm a man that likes to travel by public transport. Yeah, one of the people. And he says, no, no, we'll get that. I said, get, get the subway, come on. He was like, where's the subway? We walk in, he's like, wow, when, when was this built? <laughs> Joe was here for three years. When was this built? When was this well, built? Uh, 1895 or something <laughs> it was built, Joe. I had to say, it's been here for years. He was amazed by it. He couldn't believe it. And he's been living in the West End. Yeah, it's, oh, I mean... It's, did you not Did you not say that he, uh, he, he was... He was even impressed by its simplicity. Obviously oh, I, I showed, him, <laughs> showed him the map. I said, you know, well, this will blow you away when you get downstairs <laughs> and you see the map. But if you think of London, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we take him down, I show him just the ring. <laughs> and he's like, what? It's just like a, a circle. A circle, a loop. I said, that's it. You just go round and round. So he didn't oh. even know that Glasgow had a subway at all. He thought it was just built. By the time <laughs> he'd moved away. I said, mate, this has been here for a long time. Look, I know they've done a lot of work in sort of Dressing up some of the stations and so on But with no disrespect to the good people Who operate these things If you take a look Does it look like it's just been built? <laughs> Do you not. sit inside that cabbage, uh, carriage Cabbage? Oh, yeah. Sit inside that carriage <laughs> And think, a cup of cabbage and think This has just been built I know, uh, remarkable and They have I, got new trains can, can I just quiz you on something? Yep. Um, you said you were For dramatic effect You just threw it out at the top of your head there I mean, when was it built? 1895. Did you know that? You were yes. one year out. Yeah. Oh, there we are. I'm how, how do you know it was one year out? Because it was 1896. Do you know that for a fact? No, just producer Michael just I knew, told me. I knew oh, it'd be, I knew it'd be close. Do yeah. you know, no, the I, funny, know my, I know my public transport. The, the funniest thing about the full night, two ex-Celtic players standing there, enjoying a, a lovely night, having a chat, and he kept flicking his beard up all the time. <laughs> his beard was outrageous. <laughs> he kept, it's he impossible kept, not to be attracted <laughs> to the beard. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a magnet. I just oh, can't wait to touch it. You are a pest. Oh, Brings you up. Have you rubbed his beard? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Hozog says, funnily enough, if you put burgundy trousers and a green t shirt on you, Mark Wilson, you'd look like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> if I grew my hair maybe Do you know what You know you get Every now and then You get these things That come along Just remind you How quickly time goes Can you believe It's been a whole year Since he was dressed up As 001 From yeah. Squid Games oh, was that year? It was Halloween was that? obviously I thought it was That tag suit's still in there Yeah it still hangs up in the, in the office A whole year That only seems it's like amazing. A couple of weeks ago That was ago. a great shout Whoever Was that Calum oh. that got him, Was that Calum That got you yeah, somebody I don't know Who, who yeah, came up with the idea You looked well here It was um, Yeah you don't strike me as a man that dresses up, do you? You've not been to any fancy depends dress parties. Where I'm. <laughs> <laughs> depends where I am. Depends. I mean, for Halloween. Depends, all right, Halloween. Um, no, I've not been. I've not been used to the Halloween. I've been invited to any no, fancy dress no, parties. No. Oh, oh, Lubo's was. I thought my private there. life was getting discussed. Were you not? Who were you last week? I was Wally. Where's Wally? Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was. I looked quite well, and that enjoyed it. I hope Lubo is listening to the programme in the Czech Republic because I'm sure he will be. A year ago, he sent me a bottle of Lubo Moravchik gin for my birthday. So it's coming up, Lubo, 12th November. Off you go now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some game time for Alfredo Morelos. He is always the figure of much debate here, isn't he? Um, he started the other night. Lots of Rangers fans felt he didn't take his opportunity. He's got about just over 10 minutes left. To try and add to, well, I guess in a similar vein to the game at Tynecastle, Hugh, where Rangers were cruising, he came on and got his goal, can he do it again? 
Of course he can, uh, because Aberdeen appear to be there for the taking. They've conceded three, there's been uh, shots cleared off the line, goalkeeper's been busy. Uh, the whole complexion of the day has changed. We're no longer talking about Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and his job security. Uh, we're no longer talking about anything other than Rangers have done their jobs properly <coughs> today. So we're very interested to see how that plays out with the mm. fans between five o'clock and yeah. six o'clock here. Yeah, and one step at a time. It can't. He's not flavour of the month because he's won a game. Surely, Gordon, like, and if you've got that depth of concern about where your team is it can't be wiped out in 90 minutes No but I think what can buy you a little bit of uh, time and praise Gordon is the performance and as I keep saying I thought that today it was a big big game for Rangers and they went 1-0 down and as a manager you stand that touchline you're thinking I need big characters I need people to stand up and be counted here and to be fair to the lads at uh, Ibrox and Rangers players they achieved that and they've got 3-1 Tavernier's missed apparently you know they've cruised this the performance has been a lot better as well and I think there'll be a lot of Rangers fans coming out there a lot lot more happier than you know after the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes when they went a goal behind so yeah they'll be looking to take that on to uh, midweek against Ajax and Ibrox on Tuesday night and I'll be looking forward to that yeah. here is your two minute warning on the Full-time teaser, the second half teaser. Why am I getting them mixed up today, Hugh? Remind us of your question, please. I have played alongside Mendieta and Deschamps. I've been managed by Cesare Prandelli and Mick McCarthy. I played in the Champions League for three different teams and I've won two different types of major honour in Scotland. Who am I? Right, couple of minutes to round these off. Derek Laurie thinks it's Givash. Stefano. Dave thinks it's Fabrizio Ravanelli. No. Right, I'll give you the answers in two minutes and we'll announce who the winners are as well. And um, we're just ticking down the minutes here. Alfredo Morelos has replaced Antonio Cholak. Another goal for him for Rangers this afternoon. His goal scoring record in domestic football is unbelievable. What did I say? 11 and 12? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is fantastic, of course, for him. Set Rangers on their way and it's 3 1 against Aberdeen with 10 minutes of the 90 to go. So I'm not sure we'll get. Any late change in the outcome of that game no. Unless Aberdeen have got serious ideas I think Hibs are home and hosed as well 3-0 against St Mirren uh, The other one's a bit more interesting though Motherwell still only one up on 10-man Dundee United Remember Tony Watt was sent off in the first half there And St Johnston one up on Kilmarnock What a game we had in our featured championship game We chose wisely mm-hmm. Hamilton yeah. 3, Cove Rangers 4 you wouldn't put it beyond the Ackies to get no. a, an equaliser there, would you? No, no. no. I hope they do. I really do. Because John could do with some... He's a good friend of yours, Johnny. Aye, aye, got him well. I was going to say, I, I was waiting for the, the end of that sentence. I really hope Ackies get one because John's my friend. Yeah, that's always yeah. nice to be nice to your friends. What happens to the fans if Alton Ackies get two? And it's 5-4 for the Ackies and they've been chanting, sack the board. Keep you. the board, keep the board, keep yeah. the board. Um... But yeah, the championship, what a league it is. We saw that last night. You can look how congested uh, that league table is. I won't even look at the as it stands. I'll just wait till afterwards and see how tight it is. When you look at those, you know, the top three, the names in the top three in the championship and to think one of them could be in the Premiership next year. Okay, Morelos has scored, but the flag goes up. Oh, and go. now VAR uh, has a check. Well, come back to us in five minutes. Yep. Well, that's the thing with the off, with the offsides. It should it's be got to be quick. Well, get the lines in. It should be a bit quicker. You got to make sure everything's in the right place. 
Um, and that, you know, a reminder of the way checks over, no goal. There no we goal. are. So it was quite quick. Getting uh, our money's worth it this far, isn't it? You see, it's a lot of stuff. Obviously, in the aftermath of last week, it's worth bearing in mind that even although you know what the camera angle shows you, the lines are the lines are calibrated so that they are obviously straight and 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 they do the job. That's where the technology is. That's why it's expensive. You know, that's why just looking at a screen and sort of drawing your own line or whatever on it. Isn't Could be, it's yeah. not that reliable. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like VAR and Hawkeye is a better bet than an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I've seen one, a lot of fans do that this week. Post pictures of how the, can this be offside? So but the lines get calibrated before every game to make sure that they are um, accurate. So that's the way it's meant to work, certainly. Um, but that's the latest on VAR. Alfredo Morelos had the ball in the net. Flag went up. And it was the right call, VR backed that up. So there we go, Clyde are down to 10 men. Paul Kennedy sent off with just a minute to go. Are they losing again today? No, they pulled one, one, one back yeah. last time I checked. I certainly, think it was 1-1. Anyway. Uh, um, still 3-1 to the Seagulls, Hugh. I think they might be yeah. all right. Ah, I think nice. they might hang on. I was wrong, yeah. Well, I was just trying to keep you excited. Biggest club in England, you know, you, you, you give them credit. That was my last game in England, Brighton. At the old Goldstone. Yeah. Yeah, I was absolutely horrendous. I've got a goal in our featured championship game. Come on, on. which way is it going? Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And it is for the Ackies. Yes. Yes. It's Hamilton 4, Cove Rangers 4. What a game Gabriel has been treated to. It was a, a deflected uh, Andy Ryan free kick. Um, it was. How's this as well? It was an indirect free kick given because the keeper was time wasting. Oh, I cannot remember last time <laughs> I've seen that before. before. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Oh, that's a talking I know. point. I've never seen that. Yeah. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Think he gets his goal this time, Alfredo Morelos. He taps in at the back post to make it Rangers four, Aberdeen one. Of course, every goal does get checked. It looks like that one's got more chance of standing. And if it does, that's exactly what we said, Hugh. He comes on to a comfortable environment yeah. and adds to the, an already positive result, just like the Hearts game. It's turned into a bad afternoon for Jim Goodwin because uh, you know the, the, they've conceded four. VAR has uh, disallowed a one Rangers goal. The post has cost Rangers another goal from a penalty kick missed by James Tavernier. They've been given a going over, having taken the lead. And I made the point before the game about the competitive nature of our league. Aberdeen are 11 points behind, or were 11 points behind Celtic at kick-off at 3 o'clock today. On that basis, 11 points behind with 11 games played, they will finish the season 38 points behind Celtic. Where's the competitive nature? Ask the accountants. Yes. So... <laughs> Been the same for a long time and shows no signs of, of changing, much in the same way that Rangers will lose to Liverpool and Celtic will lose to Real Madrid. Uh, oh, that goal is getting checked now. Oh. Well, they all do. Every goal needs yeah. to get checked. So they're, they're checking for a possible offside uh, against Alfredo Morelos for this one. Um, it's no more than Rangers deserve them. They, they have been good, particularly this second half. They've been, they've created, obviously, missed a penalty. I think there's been a couple cleared off the line, so it's been a different Rangers performance than the one that we've seen, you know, the last three or four weeks. To go back to Jim Goodwin's pre-match point about it's all about mindset. Rangers, whether Morelos's goal stands or not, 
Rangers' mindset has clearly been perfect. Uh, they, they, they took the blow of going behind on the chin and they came back in a major fashion. Uh, and Aberdeen's mindset for Jim Goodwin must be extremely disappointing. They were going to Ibrox on a day when people were wondering if they might put Giovanni Van Bronckhorst mm. under se- severe pressure. And uh, the goal stands, there we are, so yeah, it is 4-1. So and on that day, when everything was against Rangers, Aberdeen had been given a pounding. It's a bad day for them. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, we, did, we spoke about it before. It's important for Rangers, and they deserve credit for getting the win in a convincing one. But we did acknowledge it before. Sometimes you fall into the trap. Rangers should mm. still beat Aberdeen like this. At Ibrox They have better players What we do And we do it with Celtic To an extent as well You spend all week Looking at the underdog And you're trying to make a case Yeah But ultimately Unless Aberdeen Are at the absolute top Of their game And Rangers are off theirs This is the outcome you get To be fair Aberdeen couldn't get a better case They came to Ibrox With a team that really needed a win Manager under pressure Players under pressure They got off to the perfect start uh, Leading 1-0 But I Listen, all credit to Rangers mm. I, Everybody criticises them when it's needed Well done today I gave some extra minutes on this I think you Let's do it quickly mm. The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Mendieta and Didier Deschamps. I have been managed by Cesare Prandelli and Mick McCarthy. I played in the Champions League for three different teams and I've won two different types of major honour in Scotland. I am Jockey Bjorkland. There we are. Well done if you got it right. Jockey Bjorkland. The third place was Gary Lenny, Crazy Pony, the second fastest, and Daniel Miller was the winner. Well done to you. Even Gordon Dale got it eventually, but it took him a lot longer. Uh, than you lot, believe me Right, let's see if we've got any late drama I don't think many of the games are in the balance A couple are uh, Rangers are home in Hosdo 4-1 There's a bust-up A good old-fashioned bust-up at McDermott Park Says David Friel So that's one to keep an eye on Remember Kelly Trail, St Johnston by a goal uh, To nil Three minutes added at Tannadice What a turnaround it would be if the ten men uh, of Dundee United could rescue something Surely it's not Callum Davison and Derek McInnes That are busting up are they? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so He said over the far side So it must be players I think David Friel will be uh, It's just a booking for Liam Donnelly That's all a bit um, underwhelming in the end Dundee United do have a corner as they look It would feel like a win that wouldn't it Mark If they could Oh, Without a doubt But by all accounts I don't think they deserve much do they Well their first half performance anyway Comes to nothing mm, Disappointing day again from old side mm. Mm. so anyway let's see what we've got just a couple of minutes we're nearly there Did we sort of advertised last week you could see it that the time added on is lengthy because of VAR but it's also inconsistent depending on what's been going on <coughs> at the respective games for instance from now four minutes away from full time at Ibrox Brighton oh, um, 4 Chelsea 1 and it's over it's all yeah. over Hugh be happy with that Oh, there'll be. Will whoop. the grandkids be on the phone tonight? Whooping, whooping and hollering. Yeah. What a, win, what a win that is. Yeah, terrific. Absolutely terrific. Mm. Uh, is it full time yet at Dundee United? I actually don't. The telly says it is. I don't know if we've heard from 
Selena yet So we'll wait and see in just a second But we'll, um, I'm sure we'll go there as soon as we possibly can Not sure what the first game will be David Friel said that late bust up to contend with as well uh, Gabriel, surely he's finished in the championship Take it away Gabriel what a match here. It has to be the game of the season so far. A brilliant 4-4 draw between Hamilton and Cove. The visitors looked home and hose at 4-1 up in the second half, but a brilliant Aki's comeback ensured it was a point apiece, and it may well have saved manager John Rankin's job. I'll start in the first half, then Cove took the lead in the 10th minute. It seems like a lifetime ago now. The ball came out from a corner. McDonough knocked it back in, and Reynolds rose the highest. A looped header over Jamie Smith. Uh, the 2-0 lead came from the spot. Uh, Connor Scully went to cross the ball in. Referee Chris Graham thought it hit Miko Vertonen's hand. He thought it hit his head, but Mitch Megenson had the ball in the spot and safe as ever, put it down the middle. 2-0. Plenty of groans from the Aggies faithful. Uh, that was coming from early on. It turned into full-blown sack. The board calls after that. However, as if hearing the cries from the crowd, Andy Winter fired in just before the interval and the game was in the balance. 2-1 at half-time. Megginson got his second early on the second half though. The ball broke to Scully wide in the left who hammered it across the goal. Great ball and Megginson tapped him at the far post to make it three. Things went from bad to worse for the host when Jerry McDonough flicked in to make it four. A lovely goal by the way. Cove were absolutely cruising and it was totally toxic in here. Shouting and finger pointing at the board sitting just behind me. It was right on a knife edge in here. But Steve Lawson wasn't having any of it for the Aki's. He dragged his team right back into it. Standing on the right flank, he put in an unbelievable ball to the far post. Andy Ryan couldn't miss. 4-2. Ten minutes later, Aki's were awarded a stonewall penalty for a foul in the box. And Lawson coolly converted it to the keeper's right. They had 30 minutes to find an equaliser. And it came with two minutes to go. They were given an indirect free kick just inside the box after Cove goalkeeper Kyle Gawley was booked for time-wasting. And because the ball was in his hands, the ball was active. It was in play. So it was an indirect free kick. He had been taking his time all game, it must be said. Lawson again rolled it to Andy Ryan, who smashed it onto the unrushing wall. And it trickled in at the far post. The result... Could prove to be a six-pointer come the end of the season. It takes Hamilton off the foot of the table. They're up tonight. And it ensures that just two points stay between them instead of five. After widespread outcry all game, claiming that Rankin had lost the dressing room, he can point to that second-half display. It may well save his job. And at the full-time whistle, there were no boos. A lifetime away from half-time. Cove have thrown it away here, but what a comeback from the Yankees. What a game. Full-time here in South Lanarkshire. Hamilton Aki's four. Cove Rangers four. It's also full-time at Tannadice. Selina. Yep, full-time Dundee United nil. Motherwell won a very frustrating second half for the home side here after losing Tony Watts. That straight red following a VAR check in the 40th minute. They did manage to make a good few chances, but it just wasn't to be for them today. Stephen Fletcher was brought down at the edge of the box early on in the second half, but referee John Beaton waved to play on. The fans were furious. Uh, substitute Ian Harks then came close in the 54th minute, but there was a strong save by Motherwell keeper Liam Kelly to send the ball just round the post. Jamie McGrath did well later on to find Fletcher in the box but it landed just under his feet and he struggled to control it. It was a very strong performance by Motherwell today to cling on to those three points and what a difference they'll make. That takes Stevie Hamill's men up to sixth in the table and it sends Dundee United down to rock bottom full time at Tannadice. Dundee United nil, Motherwell one. It's finished at Easter Road, Roger Hanna. 
Uh, Hearts have early in three, St Mirren now three goals and back to third place for Lee Johnson side tonight. A thoroughly comprehensive win over St Mirren who are leapfrogged and dropped down to fifth in the table. They were almost ahead after seven minutes, in fact they thought they were ahead in seven minutes. June Newell slipping in, Marion Cabrera down the left. He fizzed the ball into the six-yard box and it was a tap-in for Mikola Kuharevich to open the scoring. Only for LeVar Greg Aiken to bring the referee Don Robertson... Uh, to the attention of an offside for Cabrera in the build-up to the goal. Didn't deter Hibs at all. They stayed in the front foot, round 40 inches past the far post after ghosting into the box after nine minutes. David Marshall had to make a good save in 16 to deny Jonah Ayunga and then again in 23 to deny a younger strike partner, Curtis Main, with a shot that they tipped round the post after Hibs lost the ball cheaply. Ewan Henderson shot wide after Marshall's quick clearance was fed to him by Martin Boyle in 24 minutes and the breakthrough finally came in stoppage time at the end of the first half and VAR again heavily involved, Chris Cadden cut in onto his left foot, a shot, it looked to hit Richard Tate's hand, Cadden was convinced it was a penalty kick and the VAR Greg Aiken sent Don Robertson to the screen at the side of the pitch, he too was convinced and Martin Boyle took the penalty and scored the penalty, that was a great end to the first half for Boyle but a disappointing start to the second, he hobbled off injured just three weeks before the World Cup finals in Qatar where he's hoping to start for Australia, he seemed to get down in a tangle with Curtis Maney, tried to play on but eventually just sat in the grass and he looked resigned to his fate coming off with uh, Elias Melkerson coming on 61 minutes, Kuharevich wide at the near post after Joe Newell's cut back but Hibs would not be deterred and the second goal came after 64 minutes great play by Kuharevich and the angle in the box, he shook off the challenge of Alec Gogic, burst forward and a nice finish across goalkeeper Trevor Carson and inside the far post, 2-0 became 3-0, three minutes later substitute Melkerson saw a shot blocked in the box, it rebounded beautifully for Ewan Henderson who fired high into the net from 15 yards to put a bit of a gloss on the scoreline, 15,256 at Easter Road, the majority going home very happy tonight Gordon, a Bernie in 3 St Mirren 0. It's finished at Ibrooks, Andrew. Rangers 4 Aberdeen 1, the full time score and it's applause from the home supporters rather than booze because it was a much needed win and performance from Gio Van Van Bronckhorst and his players. They had to come from behind to get the points because Aberdeen scored first 21 minutes in. Duke was twisting and turning in the box. He went down under a challenge. No penalty was given. James Tavernier though, he stopped to plead innocence while the ball was still in play and in doing that didn't make an attempt to go for the ball. Connor Barron rushed in and found the back of the net for 1-0. The fans were really starting to get frustrated but they were only behind for 6 minutes. Malik Tillman cutting the ball across the box for Antonio Cholak. A cam finish from him to equalise his 11th goal of the Premiership season it looked as if it was going to be all square at the break but John Lundstrom scored at a vital time for the host James Tavernier shot from the edge of the box was saved it was filled by Keller Roos it was looking as if it was going to spin round the post and out for a corner but Ben Davis kept it in cut it back inside the six yard box and there was John Lundstrom who had the easiest of finishes for 2-1 James Tavernier made it three after half time the captain with a back post header from Borna Barisic's cross and Tavernier had the chance for his second and Rangers fourth from the spot Nick Walsh initially not giving a penalty after the ball hit Jaden Richardson's hand in the Aberdeen box VAR Willie Collins suggested he should go to the screen he did, a penalty was given Tavernier was unable to convert though hitting the post from 12 yards so Alfredo Morelos came on and he found the back of the net not long after the assistance flag went up though and that one wouldn't stand he did get his goal though, the ball played across the face of goal a few minutes before the end and all he had to do was tap it in to round off the scoring, it could have been a tense day at Ibrox but it turned out to be very comfortable for the hosts at the end, the full time score here Rangers 4, Aberdeen 1. Come on Rangers fans what did you make of that, how much better or was it David Friel has our final full time report 
Full time Gordon St Johnston won Kilmarnock now St Johnston move up to 7th after another big win but Kilmarnock will feel aggrieved to lose to an own goal after putting in a real shift Derek McInnes will also be asking questions about why, why VAR downgraded James Brown's red card to a yellow a really controversial one that the winner came after just 4 minutes with Stevie May the architect for St Johnston he burst into the box and sent it across as Taylor tried to make the block but the ball deflected off him into the corner St Johnston were content to sit in the lead after that Kelly's chances were limited Ken McInroy and his Cameron both had efforts but Stevie May probably the best chance in the closing stage of the first half when his shot was saved Kelly came out again they really put on the pressure and then they thought they had a break when Brown got a red for taking out Liam Donnelly on the hour mark Ref Craig Napier flashed the red but then waited for the VAR advice he then took an age to go over and check the screen it was a ridiculous amount of time finally he changed his mind and Brown got just a yellow I think he was lucky I think Derek McInnes agrees Kelly kept pushing and Donnelly the goal ruled out for a foul but May man of the match should have made it 2-0 with a brilliant headed chance in the end it didn't matter big three points for Saints St Johnson won Kilmarnock now what a day it's been and now it's over to you to have your say Rangers fans so much negativity frustration criticism not just this week but for the last few weeks and finally a big win a convincing performance what did you make of it if you were at Ibrox today even better tell us what it was like if you managed to see it at home get in touch and let us know how pleasing is it how much of the pressure does that take off Giovanni Van Bronckhorst uh, who impressed you today what, what did you make of the standout performers let us know how you felt about all the big talking points 01419511025 of course massive wins for Hibs St Johnston and Motherwell and we will also look ahead to tomorrow which will see Celtic head along the M8 to take on Livingston so 01419511025 it's your chance to have your say and we'll speak to you next after the action it's your reaction one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are desperate to hear what you made of today's football. So don't let them down. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Of course, you Rangers fans will be getting back into the car, onto the bus, the train, whatever it may be. Uh, why not get in touch and let us know what you made of events at Ibrox? Because for goodness knows how long, it's all been negative responses to games on this show. So maybe a chance for you to have more optimism after what you witnessed. Let's bring in Alan, who's a Rangers fan. You must be pleased with that, Alan, after a tough couple of weeks. Well, it has, it's a big, big difference. We deserve to win. It could have been a lot more. But uh, as I said to uh, earlier on there, that uh, if Gio, uh, if we'd been beat today, Gio would have been away by Monday, I would have said. But what a massive difference today. I was worried after we went down one nothing, but we came back and we were a stronger team. Uh, the second half totally dominated there. I, I would like to see how many shots we had on goal and uh, how many saves was made there because we were a lot better. I thought Kolach had a fantastic game today. Malik Tillman, he had a brilliant game today. He, he took the players on and Sakala was taking the players on as well. Big, big difference, but still a long way to go now. We've got the three points and we've got another three games before the break comes up for the World Cup, so we have to win them just to keep it going. Yeah, 36 shots, I think, to answer your question. I wonder if that sentence near the end perfectly sums it up Hubert Allen says Much better Still a long way to go That that would be both Bits covered wouldn't it Well a long way to go Begins with uh, Ajax at Ibrox Because Rangers On top of this game Don't want to have The headlines about The worst ever Champions League Group team competitors uh, So the, 
that's a big night for Rangers as well for the for the reasons of their own prestige and dignity. Uh, thereafter, Alan's absolutely correct. It's about the league games between now and the twelfth of November when we go into hibernation for the World Cup. Uh, in the immediate term, it puts pressure on Celtic at Livingston tomorrow because you know the Celtic fans have enjoyed Rangers' discomfort. Old Firm fans love nothing better than the other half toiling and the Celtic fans have had a laugh at Rangers' expense. Now, they have to make sure that their four-point lead is maintained by winning at Livingston, which uh, is always, on an annual basis, a difficult place for Celtic. So much better from Rangers mm. today, Gordon. I don't think that's in any doubt. Yeah, um, where I think a lot of Rangers fans will be pleased, Gordon, is... They lost the first goal, which puts them under pressure. Let's not be kidding. The fans would have probably been on the edge, but they got it back very quickly. Six minutes between Aberdeen's goal and Rangers equalising. And then they steamrolled Aberdeen. I think that, not the fact that just the four goals, you've got Morelis in the act as well. Cholak gets his goal. He's been terrific scoring domestic football. Uh, Tavernier, he got his header. He needed that, yes. Downside, he misses a penalty kick, but... Uh, everybody's been there. I just thought overall performance will please the Rangers fans tonight. Mm -hmm. And it's one step at a time. You know, Alan's right. They'll not get carried away. They'll look at Tuesday night and look for a real good performance I, I, against Ajax. I said at two o'clock, Gordon, D-Day. D is for desire. And the Rangers team today showed desire. Whether it was desire to be better on an individual basis, whether it was desire to get Giovanni Van Bronckhurst over the hump, whatever. Rangers had the desire and Aberdeen were absolutely no match mm. for them. Alan, who impressed you? Who stood up to the plate today when it was needed? Well, I thought uh, Colax was brilliant up the front there. I thought Lumstrom was absolutely fantastic at the back. And uh, I thought I mean, he was taking the players on, which was good. That's what we needed. We needed somebody to take the players on and the Aberdeen defence couldn't handle them at all there. Uh, they were my, the ones that impressed the most and it had to do I thought Kent started to get into the game but it was still I don't know there's something there it, it's no happening with Kent just now there's a couple of good moves he made but apart from that uh, but as I said there as you already mentioned we don't want to lose this game on uh, Tuesday night and be the worst team in Europe because <laughs> it could be and that's the last thing I want is, is that stigma at the back of you there yeah but, I mean I guess Mark when Alan picks out a couple of those players that that's the extra pleasing bit isn't it really the priority was three points because he didn't even manage the three points last week but we've been talking about this before with the Dundee performance the Motherwell performance the Dundee United performance you you want a level of play on top of the result when you've got expectations as high as they are at Rangers. So that it was a bit of both today, wasn't it? Certainly was. Uh, I was impressed with how Rangers, well, does says bounce back from going a, a goal behind, and yeah, they, they matched the three points with a good performance. I think individually there was some standouts there. I even think Sakala, who's hit and miss sometimes. I thought he was a real threat today, and I'd be amazed if he misses out midweek. Now, but it's what the Rangers fans wanted to see. You know, it's all been a bit stop-start. It's all been a bit slow and pedestrian, even the games that they've been winning. But today was something completely different. And Van Bronckers and the fans will be hoping that that kicks them on to Tuesday and then it kicks them on again to next week and they 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 get decent performances back in track again because it has been poor the last couple of weeks. 
Rangers fans have been mm. bored watching it even when they've been winning but today was was different class from were you feeling the worst at 1-0 down Alan what was it like was it starting to get a bit tetchy it was I was to my son I says I can't handle this I says eh, no I, I, it was unexpected there I, at that particular time it was kind of 50-50 with the, the team there but when they went 1-0 but I thought oh no I says that's it after last week uh, against Livingston and uh, <laughs> I don't know it was just it was very frustrating I'll, I'll not say the words I said anyway well, we're live on radio but uh, it wasn't very choice very polite of you thank you to Alan who's enjoyed the game at Ibrox today Graham's on Twitter he says it was the total opposite of recent performances uh, dreadful against Dundee and Livingston today was the opposite man of the match for Cholak Sakala was excellent need to take that into every game we play um, let's bring in Mike who's a Rangers fan uh, from Dennis and how's it going Mike? Hi alright just uh, wanted to phone up and just uh, there's obviously been a lot of negativity mm-hmm. surrounding uh, the club recently um, so just to make him out me and my daughter's just actually out of Ibrox the other night just jumped in the car Brilliant. we've been since half eleven we stay 15 minutes for Ibrox <laughs> and we've got half eleven to get uh, signatures and photos with the players etc um, and I was just hoping that the result would have made the day even better which it, which it did It did brilliant what's your daughter's name? Ayla she's sitting with me in the car Ayla brilliant good to have you <laughs> good to have you both with us um, what was what was so good about today Mike what stood out for the performance? Um, just a, a lot more character a lot more desire it seemed um, Sakala I think again played with his skin running up and down taking people on I just don't know where that um Performance has been, um, but the the whole performance as a whole going behind again um, isn't it ideal. But to come back and then go on and win it with a bit of style um, was was good. Um, but this, I was well, since we were over there earlier as well. We've been over for a long, obviously since this morning, and speaking to um, a lot of fans going in, and it was everyone was saying oh, just the result. I was asking about the end for the result, and it was just oh, the three points is all that matters, even if it's we scrape a one 0 or a. A two one, we just kind of get beat, but um, to go in and then come out with before one, uh, superb plus missing penalties and shot and goals, But um, yeah, yeah, it could have been more. Um, Gordon on Sakala then, so mm. Mark Wilson was impressed, Mike was impressed, yeah. and most Rangers fans were. Is it about time that whether he's the answer long term, whether he takes Rangers to the level they want to be at long term, who knows? But you give him an actual chance to find out. Is he not at least? Is he is he in that category now? Because yeah. you sometimes see him, then mm-hmm. he don't, and then he's back. We, we questioned that on Thursday night after the European um, game on Tuesday um, about you know players need the opportunity, a run of games, Gordon. You can't just Sakala was coming in now. You see, for instance, Scott Wright, you know, in in the big games in Europe, in between plays one game or something, disappears today. So Sakala's come on, Ibrox, everybody's happy. They're a feel-good factor this afternoon with Rangers, especially coming back from one goal down. <laughs> Got to give the lad an opportunity. You know, even if he goes on Tuesday night and he starts a game and he doesn't have his best games, be with him, give him the confidence to say, you're going again. You know what I mean? I'm going to, you know, I'm not just judging you game by game. Everybody can have a good game, everybody can have a bad game, but you need the opportunity over a few games to show the manager, the supporters, what you can do. There's no point getting in there, performing the way he's performed today, sitting on the bench and coming off the bench on Tuesday. He's got to be on the side, he's got to be playing, and he's got to be making sure that he's he's doing the best possible job for Rangers. 
Look at Cholak, for instance. The minute he comes back in, he scores goals. He really does. And I think that's today. Morelis has come on and Morelis thinking, I need to start getting myself sorted here because this guy's going to take the number one uh, spot, which I think he has just now. But Morelis reacts, and I think that'll be pleasing for the Rangers uh, fans and the management team. Is that fair, Hugh, that even you know, on a personnel basis, this becomes a bit of a a platform to build on? Yeah, there's a feel-good factor there um, because it was 4-1 going on 7 or 8. 8-1 wouldn't have flattered Rangers. Uh, they were the impressive side, the effervescent side. Aberdeen, even with the benefit of a goal of a start, couldn't take advantage of the situation that Rangers were in. So players on an individual and collective basis have come across for Rangers today there'll be a much better feeling going into the Ajax match I don't believe for one second that Rangers could score five goals and yet finish third in the group not for one second but I believe they could win the game now Mike was it starting to get a bit uneasy you know when Aberdeen scored and then Andrew McLean who was at the game for us says that just after that I think Ryan Kent lost the ball and it threatened that the fans were going to get a bit angry and then, of course, Rangers scored at the right time. Yeah, I think the, the fans were definitely getting a bit anxious. It's just the whole, you're just worried it's going to be the same old story. That the Livingston game, they go and score first, then you're, you're chasing the game. But the longer that went on, it was just good to get the reply within six minutes. I think that just made sure that the fans didn't start getting on the players' backs and they didn't start making mistakes. And, and then it turns into a bit of a nightmare day. So no, it was good to get the, the quick reply. Um, so no, it was a, oh, and it was a it was a cracking day at Ibrox, and hopefully we can continue this during the week. I'm not too fussed with the Ajax game. If we, we hopefully we go out and get a good account ourselves if we get a win, but uh, I think it's all about the league now. Um, Hughes right, we're not going to go out and scalp um, Ajax five 0 That's not happening. I'm not in the business of bursting people's bubble, Mike, but I suppose the only thing you'd be looking at is hoping that Yilmaz wasn't too serious, and I think Davies came off as well at half time. Yeah, we actually, uh, when young man's went off, I turned to my daughter as well, so I thought Matt was in us at Jinkston, going out there and trying to shout him over. So before they went into the, the doors to go into Ibrox, we shouted them back, and they came back, and then signed uh, her book and stuff, and they went back in. So I was like, oh, and then he's, he went after an injury, so hopefully it's not too bad. There you are, Mike kicked him on his way in, so you can, you can <laughs> play an overload. Um, but that, that would be the obvious sort of one, Gordon, but especially because. Yeah. Didn't impact Rangers today Because they went on and won But he started brightly actually In the game And he did well the other night And it's sort of typical of Rangers At the moment The injury list is quite something Yeah yeah. Look for the lads First and foremost He's come in there And people have questioned Why he's been signed He played the other night there And he got past Martin Rightly so I thought the boy played very well He starts the game the day Against Aberdeen In front of Barisic And you've got to say When Barisic come on Especially for Tavernier's goal He's put Delightful ball in there For a captain to score um, But He thought that was an opportunity See touching on the Rangers game today I think where the difference for Rangers was The timing of their goals oh. Aberdeen score Six minutes later they're back in the game They don't have that pressure They score just on half time They score after half time And it just It sort of eased them And they went on And who quite rightly says It could have been anything today yeah, convincing one. Thank you to Mike. Lots of positivity about the performance on the phones and on Twitter. But just to bring you crashing back down to earth, optimistic Rangers fans, the famous RFC says, maybe I'm being naive, but I can't help feel this is papering over the cracks, still on the fence. Well, he does put a wee laughing face at the end, just to just to soften up the tone uh, ever so slightly. Before we move on, let me run this past you, uh, if I can, because obviously it's another 
big week isn't it on the European football coverage for us these guys have been committing themselves uh, to the late night shows for the last couple of weeks Super Scoreboard European football coverage with MoyerAndSweeney.com The top team for your defence Fancy winning a 60-inch Samsung 4K Ultra HD TV? Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Go to Clyde1.com. You can find out how to enter. And you'll also find out more there about Moir and Sweeney litigation. Basically offering you high-quality representation for everyone throughout Scotland. You can trust them to defend you from small matters to big matters and everything in between. But you can find out more at Clyde1.com. You can also enter to win the TV and our thanks once again to Moyer and Sweeney Litigation for sponsoring that European football coverage this season. You too, Wilson DL, you are back in here with me until 11pm for oh, Rangers yes. against Ajax on yes. Tuesday. Bring it on, we'll take more of your calls next. The games are over, the talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Hugh Evans, Gordon DL all here all ready to take your calls on 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB let's go back to the phones shall we we can speak to Alan who's a Rangers fan in Glen Boyd how's it going Alan? Yeah very good Gordon how are you? Yeah all good thank you what stood out for you today then how pleasing was it? Um, good result decent performance I was really impressed with Leon King um, I'm thinking he's a real prospect for the future. I thought he was great in the tackle, very aggressive, um, and passed the ball well. Um, I don't think I agree with you over the last few nights. I don't think Gio can survive the the beatings that we've had in Europe and also against Celtic. And I'd just like to... Um, Suggest a left field appointment in Duncan Ferguson. I think right, so hold on. So today wasn't enough. You think this is just a? It's still the beginning of the end. Yes, absolutely. All oh, right, there we are. You. I did say that it would. To be fair, it would be. I know football fans are fickle, but uh-huh. you can't. It, it would be ridiculous if your position was geo out. I'm not saying that's valid, but if it was for anyone. If you've completely changed your mind after one game You've probably not thought about your original position Very yeah. much in the first place By this time tomorrow Rangers could be one point behind Celtic In the league table Unless Celtic are careful In the place they hate The Tony Macaroni uh, We'll leave that to decide And we'll see how that works out But if Rangers were to lose against Ajax on Tuesday To suffer six defeats Out of six games In the Champions League group stages to be the worst ever group stage competitors in the history of the Champions League, that wouldn't play out well. However, the fans will get over that so long as Rangers on the 12th of November are a point behind Celtic, maybe four points behind Celtic, so long as they are within touching distance. Mm. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will be okay. Yeah. But if any points are dropped between now and the 12th of November, assuming that Celtic don't drop any themselves, then he goes back to being under the cosh. Yeah, I, I think today has certainly helped him, Gordon. Um, you know, Tuesday night will take care of itself. Yes, they're desperate for a result. Now, you can flip that, Hugh. If they go and get a result on Tuesday night, all of a sudden, everything's rosy in the garden. And they've got their last three games. I think it's in Johnston away, Hearts at 
home and St Mirnaway. Now that's three games that you're looking at that you would expect them to to win. It gives them a bit of breathing space. I I disagree. I don't think. I think if he get beat today, he'd have been under immense pressure, right? But I think the performance, the goals, probably should have won by a bigger margin. I I think that's taking a lot of pressure away from him. Does the nature of the performance? Make you more optimistic Alan Because there was a, a school of thought During the week that Rangers didn't have A level of intensity in them But they've clearly shown that today So this notion that they can't Run about a lot and they can't be intense And they can't fight for the manager They, they did that today surely Yeah of course um, But I think it's it's been few and far between This season um, I've not seen that level of Performance enough um, I've not seen the the desire, the commitment, um, and the passion from the players that we witnessed today, and I, and I just think um, we need to freshen it up. Um, I'm not, I, I never have been uh, a supporter to you know call for players' heads or managers' heads immediate reactions. I just think. Um, I'd just like to see a change at the top, and I think um, I think a guy like Duncan Ferguson, he's, when he was interim at Everton, um, he got a reaction from their players. When you listen to him in the media, he he spoke really really well, and he's he's a guy that is looking for a, a fresh start. So. Mm. What do you think, Mark Wilson? What's today done? Well, it's gave them more time, certainly. I, I think today was their best performance of the season. So, if you're looking to turn things around, you've got to start somewhere. And and it's not a bad start today. Now, what they have to do, and Van Bronckhurst has to do, is continue that. Now, if they, get, if they lose narrowly against Ajax, then I think they're still on the right path. But it's domestically where there should be more performances like today has been his problem. So, if it drops below that, Again, next week, then the Rangers fans will be on. Like Alan suggesting that the manager's replaced. If he can build on today, then I don't think there's any doubt he'll get beyond the World Cup and things are looking a bit better for him at that uh, at that time. But look, he couldn't ask for much more from his players today. I said, when Aberdeen scored, who's the characters that are going to stand up and be counted? And to be fair, they, they did then. They pulled themselves together. They got the goals at the right time. And... They should have had more against Aberdeen so it was a good performance for them but they need, need to build on it going forward Alright thank you to Alan 01419511025 he still wants Duncan Ferguson to be the next Rangers manager despite uh, that convincing win this afternoon keep those calls coming if you're reacting to today's football please do if you want to cast your eye forward to Livingston uh, Celtic tomorrow uh, you can do that as well we've got Ian who's a Partick Thistle fan he is up straight after Jim who's a Rangers fan from Rutherglen. What do you think, Jim? Happy with that? How you doing, guys? Good evening. I am buzzing with that, to be honest. That's been much needed. And coming back for the game today, just thinking about a lot of stuff. We'll get the last game in the Champions League on Tuesday. Get out of that, put it behind us, and we can concentrate in the league. We'll get, what, three, four fixtures now to the World Cup? Three, four. Um, and then that could be a wee godsend for us to let's reset and move on. And see, listen, I've, I've been on Van Bronckhurst's case. I've tried to be loyal and support him, but I've been on his case a wee bit as well. But see, to be honest, see, at the beginning of the season, he's probably hit all his targets so far. You know what I mean? Get us into the Champions League, done. Be, be up there at the top or setting close by. 
he's there as well. The football's been rotten. Some of the defeats we've took, it's, not, it's the manner of the defeats rather than just getting beat. So, but coming back tonight, I thought Rangers were great today. It's the best performance in a long time. And just a special mention for John Lundstrom. I thought he was immense. I don't know how he'd ever get man of the match. I was going to say, Gordon, you've been critical of him, um, but he looked as if he was given a bit more attacking freedom today. It seems to have worked. He got another goal, of course. Yeah, uh, he got an important goal. Um, the second one, Gordon, it takes that pressure off you, going into half time. Look, I, I'm not questioning anybody's ability. I, I, I just watched, like most Rangers supporters, uh, the other night there against Napoli, and I thought the, the work ethic was poor from Rangers. But they've certainly worked on it this weekend and I I give them all the credit in the world because they could have folded today, especially when they went 1-0 down. If that game goes 10-15 minutes, Aberdeen are still leading, it becomes different from the, the, the stands and, and the supporters venting their um, you know, anger against them. But character was everything and they showed that mm-hmm. and and they played very well. They destroyed Aberdeen today. I, I, Jim Goodwin's very lucky to go out. I was four one to be honest. Jim, the last caller was on, and he started off very much like you, saying he was loved the performance and it was much better. But he still wanted the manager to go. I mean, how do you feel about the bigger picture? Uh, to be honest, it was him that made me phone in. Um, how can you come away from winning that game four one and still be around having a pop? Just take take it for what it is today. That was a performance that we expect every week, and. The Champions League results have had an impact. You can't go for getting a doing through the week and then all of a sudden you start putting in a great performance on a Saturday or a Sunday again. So I think definitely once after Tuesday, hopefully we put a very good in performance on Tuesday and we acquit ourselves well as uh, as well. But hopefully after this then we can start putting a good reign of form together, man, and just concentrate on the league. Yes, it's, it's interesting, Hugh, to, to think about what the psychological damage has been and if that then... Presumably stops once you you stop getting the the doings in Europe. Well, that's why Tuesday's important. The, the Rangers don't want to be lumbered with this title of the worst ever group stage team in the history of the Champions League. Six defeats out of six games. They don't want that. If you want to maintain the feel good factor, you get a decent result against Ajax. Even a draw would do the Rangers fans probably. Um, but. The games between now and November 12 are vitally important and as Gordon Dale said, they're all eminently winnable for Rangers. He just has to keep going. I'm not quite sure how you reset. You'll have the same players, you can't buy any because the World Cup's on. Well, I think uh, that's uh, Jim's hope that the, those same players aren't going to be burdened by getting battered every midweek yeah, in Europe. But they've been utterly perplexing. You know, the, the, the batterings in Europe are one thing. But to be so poor against Livingston, to be so average against Dundee, mm. a championship side, uh, to get a caning off Celtic at Celtic Park in uh, early September. The Rangers, the, the fans, I don't blame them for being in a confused state of mind that they've been up, down, up, down, bad, worse. Uh, it's been a bit of a season and it's only a third of the way mm. through. Well, Jim's much happier today. Thank you to Jim. In Rutherglen Let's bring in Ian Who's a Partick Thistle fan What's happening at the Jags Ian It doesn't seem to be going too well uh, That's pretty amazingly um, <laughs> I, 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 I think I'll use um, Mr Kevin's favourite word of dog meat um, the, the, the last three games have lost 11 goals I was at Firhill last Saturday And just before the kickoff, We were in a position Where we won then And won our game in hand And carried on we could have been eight points clear at the top. 
We've lost the last three games, conceded 11 goals uh, and dropped to fifth place, four points behind the leaders. And if we lose to Dundee this Saturday, we could actually drop down to seventh in the league. Now, Auburn Missons at the moment is our centre-half who's injured. So clearly he's not brought in enough defenders, central defenders for his squad because it was sadly lacking. Um, and every, every after every game, it's the same story. Oh, we weren't clinical enough. We'll have to stop giving away soft goals. Is Alan Archibald there, who was a defender, ex-manager of ours, as his defensive coach? And clearly it's time things are have to change at Fun Hill. I think the management has to move, has to move on and let somebody else step in. The run of defeats isn't great, but you've even you've outlined the league table yourself. The fact that it's so congested, do you think Partick, you know, would realistically pull the trigger on a manager when he's four points off the top of the table? No, we could be further. We could be seven points off come next week. How far do you go down the league before you react? That's that, that's the question. Mm. No, I, d- I do get that, but that's we're still dealing in the sort of hypotheticals there, aren't we? If we're thinking factual, would Partick Thistle been a manager when he's four points off top? Probably not because they'll, they'll not, they won't win them. They, they could have been them last season and they didn't do it. Mm. Don't, don't get me wrong, Hugh. That it was just just to you know I'm I'm here to test Ian's point. I certainly couldn't defend the that recent run of results. Ian said you know it goes up to 15 goals in the last four games if you add in the cup, albeit that was Aberdeen her Premiership opposition. So three 0 defeat to Wraith today, four two at Air midweek, four 0 at home to Queens Park last weekend. So. It's not going well. In terms of managers getting the sack and people saying, how can you possibly do that? Rangers were four points behind Celtic at kick-off time today and we were talking about Giovanni Van Bronckhurst getting binned if he lost this match against Aberdeen. Um, the only consolation I can offer, Ian, is that historically that is the way of the club. They're mad at Firhill, Potty. Um, but yeah, that'll make them feel better. They've got, a, <laughs> they've, got a, they've got a league there. For something else. They've got a league there where... Anyone could have a, a bad sequence of results like Partick Thistle. But I have been taken aback because they were, a few weeks ago, scoring freely. Uh, the football was very much to the liking of the supporters, but they're, they're in a game of snakes and ladders right now. And at the moment, they've fallen down the ladder. And they've, got a good, they've got a good squad here. Uh, they've got a strong squad as well, good experienced squad. I think it's a very important next two games. Ian uh, highlights... Next week, Dundee. The following week, they go to Morton. Yeah, they are flying and at the moment. Yeah, and it's at Capital, and they will fancy. It's at the Capital. 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 It's been a Capitol. long day for you. Yeah. Um, Capital, where I used to like playing. And that's a very, very difficult venue to go to just now, the way Doug Emery's got that team play. Although the sides met four weeks ago and Partick beat them 5 1. So that's yeah. the nature mm-hmm. I told you, uh, the of, of the, the championship. Ian, thank you for taking the time. We'll stay in touch though because it'll be interesting to see how uh, the Thistle fans feel if this progresses or if things turn around. That was Ian uh, not too happy, as you would expect after another defeat <coughs> today. 01419511025. We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Mostly positive reactions, as you would expect from Rangers fans. Today we are going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst next So stay there, we'll bring you his thoughts And what about Livingston Celtic? Give us a call After they play, you have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line It's been a busy old Saturday with Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel Reacting to some big wins for Rangers 4-1 against Aberdeen Hibs won convincingly 
Uh, Motherwell and St Johnston got over the line as well so there's lots to look back on and we can look forward as well because Livy Celtic uh, quite often throws up a few talking points and those sides meet in Livingston at lunchtime tomorrow let's hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst on today's victory well very pleasing I think we um, we wanted a very good start today a positive start really aggressive and um, I think we uh, we did that um, so it was very pleasing the way we started. Uh, of course, after conceding the the first goal um, from Aberdeen, I think after that, you know, we didn't have any moment that we, you know, we, we kept going the same way, very positive, very quick passing movements, and even in the first half it was two one. We scored just before time. It was very, very, I think a big moment for us, but uh, created so many chances to be even further up and. Uh, Really satisfied with the overall display to play at home against Aberdeen and have 70% of the ball and 35 shots on goal. You know, that's that's a really dominating performance. So, uh, yeah, really, really pleased with it. You know, if you start the way like this, you know, a, a goal against, it can, can always happen, you know, if, even if you are dominating. But it's different when you are, you know, start, not starting well the game and, on the, you know, not on the front foot and get a goal against you. You're like... You know, this is not going the right way, but, you know, the way we started today, um, you know, for us was no, uh, I think after that, no no panic. Just keep keep going and create chances, and um, that's what we did. Well, Ritvan is, um, you know, he had a, he felt his hamstring, so, you know, I think it was uh, decelerating uh, in, in the box and felt it straight away, so I think we'll have him out for for a couple of weeks. Um and, and Ben already felt, you know, with a, had a moment in the beginning of the game, but could continue uh, uh, towards the halftime. But, you know, I didn't want to take any risk with him. And uh, we'll see tomorrow how, we, uh, how he is and assess him. So it's still not ideal. Yilmaz won't play midweek. Hugh yeah. Davies maybe. Um, the World Cup's round the corner. So Yilmaz... Lundstrom out, suspended. Yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's a problem for so Van yeah, Bronckhorst. Especially if Davies didn't make it. You're then looking for Sands to drop in there, but then there's no, no Lundstrom in midfielders yeah. already. No Ryan Jack, so yeah, um, they might need to patch Ben Davies up again. It's then disrupting, you know, the backline yet again. You know, force changes. Barisic will obviously be back in, but the centre half position becomes a problem. And we've said it before, and particularly last year or the year before with Celtic, if you continue to chop and change your backline, there's no consistency. People don't get the a feel for each other uh, and it leads to one thing so not ideal but um, it'll be interesting to see who he puts in there Alan, yeah, Alan in Burnside and I'm sure that's not ruined your afternoon because Rangers did a lot of good things just a bit of a, a sour note a couple of injuries but how did you feel about the, the performance overall? Absolutely terrific good to speak to you guys thanks for getting me on Pleasure. yeah um, absolutely terrific we've taken a bit of grief over the last three or four games and quite rightly however credit where credit's due um, I thought the manager was bang on tactically today. I'd seen the Aberdeen manager this morning and yesterday claiming he was doing this and doing that at Ibrox. I think they've won four out of the last five from memory, so they're on form. Rangers were terrific today and tactically they were absolutely brilliant. Scored four goals, two cleared off the line, Tav missed a penalty. It was wave after wave after wave of Rangers pressure. I've never seen so many balls cleared. If we'd won eight or nine nil tonight, today or one, um, I think that would still flattered Aberdeen were terrific today and I think every Rangers fan should be should be delighted and uh, have a big smile on their face tonight absolutely Where do you sit generally on the manager Alan? I mean did you have faith in him before today anyway or had you lost faith and today's restored the, you know how would you describe it? 
No, I hadn't lost faith in the manager. I was disappointed with it. You know, he can only put the team in the park. If they're not fighting for each other or, or, or uh, have a bit more commitment, that, that was just missing. Um, it was much, much better today. Um, you know, only five months ago, we stormed through Europe. So, you know, I think I think Gio's still the man. Clearly, um, I was Golson's biggest critic, but uh, clearly we miss him. It's sticking out like a sore thumb how we miss Conor Golson, but um, I felt the team were terrific today and... Uh, you know, just roll on. I think the manager's doing. Uh, you know, he's got them, got them, got them rocking and rolling again. Absolutely. Brilliant, good man, Alan. Gio's still the man. We've not heard much of that in the last few weeks. Thank you, to Alan, for sharing his thoughts. Going to try and fly through uh, a couple of other things. Let's bring in Paul, who's a Celtic fan on the line. Paul, Rangers have obviously cut the gap. Is it going to be temporary? Can Livingston cause problems tomorrow? Is it going to be another win for Celtic? Hi, Gordon. Hi, panel. I think. Livingston will cause problems. Livingston's always a hard place for us to go. Um, I don't think if we come out the first five, ten minutes, maybe fifteen minutes, and attack them, then if we don't score within the, the first fifteen minutes, I think Livingston are going to sit back and just cause us all sorts of problems. I'm just looking for uh, Hughes' point of view that he made earlier about Celtic in the Champions League. What? What in particular? Uh, it, it was if it was. It was. How do I say it? Uh, it was trying to belittle what Celtic had done in Europe this season. Obviously, that's still a new team coming together. And that's, I thought, well, handling against Real Madrid. I think every every game, apart from the game during the week, yeah, we still play good during the week. But I think we get a good account of ourselves in Europe this season. I was finishing both of the group. Nobody wants to finish both of the group. But the way that we played against Real Madrid for the first 60 minutes, that's the best I've seen Celtic play in a long, long time. But you lost 3-0. Yeah, we still lost 3-0. Most teams would lose 3-0 to Real Madrid. That's, that's not the point. You said that, uh, you know, for an hour, uh, you, you hung in there, whatever expression you used. You still lost 3-0. Bottom of the league, yeah. bottom of your mini table, uh, is still bottom of your mini table. Uh, two, so two, draws, two draws, for me, does not represent a case for saying... Uh, Celtic were terrific Who's said terrific though? That that would be the thing Because that, that, you couldn't argue with that How can bottom of the table be terrific? But that projection that people are saying it was terrific Who's saying that? To use, it, to use that dreadful word that you use frequently The narrative is that Celtic and the Champions League have been good And Rangers have been dreadful uh, They're both bottom They're is both it, out But again though is the, is the narrative not been That Celtic have showed Encouraging signs Because you've now downgraded it From terrific to good And now we're You know Which is it? They're, they're bottom and out Two draws No but I'm talking goals. about your The lens you're viewing it through your, your bone of contention Was that people are saying That Celtic's Been terrific in the Champions League And I'm asking you genuinely Who is saying Celtic Have been terrific? Well The fans have I mean The very fact that Paul's come on to complain because I said that the Celtic fans were bigging up their team's performances in Europe. Two draws in bottom mm. it still equates with, for me, an unsuccessful campaign. And they've still got to go to Madrid. Paul? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not coming on to complain. I'm just saying that you've belittled our campaign. I thought we get a good, good account of ourselves in Europe this year. I we might be sitting bottom of the group, but if we'd have took our chances, what do you think our chances would have been but listen, finishing in the top two? But listen... If you had taken your chances, that's not a defence. That you can't put that forward. If the fact that you didn't take your chances means that's your fault. Mm. So you don't you don't 
that on that phrase, you don't think Celtic gave a good account of themselves, as Paul says. I think they've been flattered by their supporters. Um, I I just don't get bottom of the group, two draws, three goals. I just don't get that as a successful tournament. Again, I'm not sure anyone's saying it was successful, though, are they? Everyone would probably agree with you on that. Well, the, Paul is saying I am belittling. I am putting it into context, mm. I think. Bottom, two draws... Three goals. I've always felt that like the group speaks for itself. Of course, if you don't get out of it, it's not successful. So we're just, we're just going around sort of stating the obvious here. Paul just feels like there was signs. I don't know, Gordon. Whether he well to to back you up a little bit. We always say on this show the table never lies. That's what it's saying. But I look at Celtic's campaign and there's a lot of encouragement there of the way that the style of football they played, Gordon. Now everybody says. Taking their chances could have been a different story, but remember the opposition created a lot of chances against them as well. And if they'd taken their chances, but I liked watching Celtic in Europe, right? Okay, wasn't successful in the fact that they're finishing bottom of the table, but I thought there was a lot of encouraging signs. They're a young team. I like the way they go about their business. If they learn from it, they can only get better. But they've got to learn the lessons. And I'm looking forward to um, you know, when they go to Real Madrid because I always think it's an entertaining game and the one thing that's positive for Celtic fans is they created chances they didn't sit in they didn't try and hit in the counter-attack that was never their game plan they went for it they were brave enough to do that and it didn't work for them but their campaign mm. as a neutral I really enjoyed I accept that Celtic's campaign reflects better on them than Rangers' campaign reflects on Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's side Rangers' five losses have been utterly, and a 7-1 defeat at home, have been utterly mm. dreadful. And they're trying to preserve their dignity against Ajax by not losing and becoming the worst ever in the Champions League's history. But for me, Celtic are capable of the occasional flurry of excitement, but it doesn't add up to me to be a, a successful tilt at it. No, oh, look, I get Hugh's point, but I think I'll keep going back to the optimism these games have gave Celtic fans going along. They actually look mm. forward to seeing their team play in this competition because they know mm. when they go into the stadium, they are going to go at teams. And that shows signs of progress, that shows bravery. On the flip side, I think the Rangers fans are going along and are pretty fearful at times what they're going to watch. Now, I guess that's where Paul's coming from, that... You know, they don't want to build up with that. Going toe-to-toe with the heavyweights is hard to do. You need to be brave to do it. And Celtic have almost matched them. Next year, I suppose, if they get to the Champions League and it's the same and they take beating after beating and play mm. so home, maybe we could be more critical in this, then. In this crazy city, we are better at the bottom of our table than they are at the bottom of their table <laughs> pretty much yeah pretty much that. what do you think about tomorrow Mark I mean Paul's talking about Livy will be tough and it obviously is a tough place to go Ange Postacoglu has gone there um, and he's he, he's experienced defeat there as well but at the same time he's only been there once one time so I wonder how relevant the, the, the record prior to that is even that day by the way Ange Postacoglu Celtic ball and golly played and James McCarthy played, yeah. and Albion Ayeti played. That's the one, the one time well, that Ange Postecoglou's the, the one oh, in sorry, March. So, yeah, yeah, the one defeat. Sorry, I meant. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, they go when they're in a bit more full flow. You go because when you go back to previous seasons and the, all, you know, Barkas, Duffy, Ayer, Beaton, Sorrow, 
Christie, El Yunusi, Griffiths was the, the last time before that they dropped points. I'm sure it is still a tough place to go, but I wonder how much relevance the, the previous record has on yeah. this current Celtic team. Well, the way this current Celtic team are playing is totally different from any of those previous visits. I get that the environment will be difficult and we'll ch- chat about the pitch, but the way this Celtic team are playing just now, I think it'll be a lot simpler for them, let's say. That was a, I was there that afternoon, the bowling goalie played, and I was amazed that he came from nowhere, a Yeti, and Celtic got punished. They seemed to exercise those demons when they went there and won 3-1. I don't think they'll drop points tomorrow. I think they'll win the game, and it might be convincing. Well, it's going to be an interesting afternoon for sure. Don't forget Hearts, they're off to Dingwall uh, in the 3pm game. But all eyes on the Tony Macaroni before that to see if Celtic can respond because Rangers, amid all sorts of criticism and negativity and question marks over the manager, have responded in style today. A 4-1 victory against Aberdeen, sending the fans home happy. I'll tell you, the Hibs fans will be going home happy as well. A 3-0 win against St Mirren. A good 1-0 win for St Johnson against Kelly. And the same scoreline, Motherwell 1-0 up at Dundee United. It was quite the day we had more VAR drama. And we'll look back on that on Monday night because I know a few managers have been having their say. So we'll reflect on it on Monday at 6 o'clock. And in the meantime, you might as well stay right there. I know lots of you will have big Halloween plans. GBX is up next.